The following podcast is a production of the LAG. Creepy Pete and Chili Cheese J present. Alright, so, uh, this is just to, um, prove to you that I'm not lying about this game that I found. Okay, so there's a bit of weirdness. I should not have felt doubt. What the f- Pet Scout, a lame-ass gamers network investigation. That's a dead kid. This is just luck that I happen to find this. We see the vehicle in the garage as we did in Petscop 16. Seconds later, the player pauses the game and selects options from the menu. They scroll down and select Sound Test, quickly sifting through the sound effects of the game. The Sound Test screen, featuring the disembodied hand of Penn, a pet we came to know much earlier in the series, caught when Paul solved the keyboard puzzle in Even Care. Quickly scrolling through the known sounds and unfound sounds, eventually the player stops and plays the sound listed as number 85. Care says, Bye bye. Then backtracks one to number 84. Care says, Uh oh. They go back and forth a few times between these two. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh oh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh oh. Before the player spams the absolute shit out of the bye bye sound for what feels like an eternity. suddenly moves back to play the 84th option in the sound test. Uh-oh. We are greeted with a jingle, like something that has been discovered. The screen turns red, and the ominous rumbles return, as we are now witness to something strange as well. Three options are shown to us on screen. All recordings, room impulse, extra stuff. Whoever is in control chooses the Room Impulse option. When Room Impulse is selected, we see there are 12 options available. Anna Office, Seller, Sort Test, Gift Plane, Grave, 
Hallway 1, Hallway 2, House, House Bath, House Garage, Level 1, Room X2. Whoever is in control selects the house option from the menu. Once selected, we are brought to another menu. There is an input labeled Gen, presumably shortened for Generations. The player selects 10 under this option and promptly hits play. We see the familiar Petscop start screen as our original menu recedes into the corner. We only see a glimpse of this pause screen for about a second. Underneath the piece count, it reads, The ghost room is a ship in a bottle. The game resumes, and it is likely loading the 10 generations selected before. The screen is black for a few moments. We see the inside of Marvin's house in the new maker plane. There is a cake on the table in the room of this version, so we know it is Kara's birthday. There is a Paul Sprite with a familiar pyramid head running in circles, before about eight more spawn in, all running around. Most of these sprites are transparent, like watching other characters move when playing an online game. We see as these sprites spawn in and out that there is a wheel with gradient shades rotating as they come in and out. Perhaps this is a throttle for showing different generations, as the richer the orange it rotates, the more sprites spawn in. We see Paul's sprite spawn in, and the others vanish instantly. His sprite dons the birthday party hat and yellow balloon from his playthrough of this room. This sprite doesn't move, and an instant later it disappears while we see more footage of the pyramid head sprites meandering. They repeat this process again, and the Paul Sprite is now standing alone in the center of the room. They repeat this multiple times, demonstrating that the radial meter is showing us different playthroughs. As the Paul Sprite we know and love is always alone, but appears exactly where one of the Pyramid Head Sprites was standing. This back and forth seems to alternate between the ten sprites we have seen wandering around. This ends with the Paul Sprite eventually leaving to the new Maker Plane. We then see all of the Pyramid Head Sprites leaving the house from the view of the new Maker Plane. The regular Paul Sprite appears and stands in front of the house as we are greeted with a text box. Hi there. Wake up. You're free. The Paul Sprite then begins to walk towards the road, but strangely, the Sprite is walking backwards. As he arrives at the road and leaves the house perimeter, the text encourages him, saying, There you go. Thank you. I want you to retrace your steps. The family, as usual, wants to learn what happened to you between November 10th and 12th of 1997. While this text box is communicating to the sprite, we see it continuing to walk backwards through the new maker plane and further away from the house. The text gives us more information about care, saying, On the 10th of 1997, you ran away from your daddy's school building, and on the 12th, you arrived at your house. The question is, Where were you on November 11th? And what were you doing there? I hope to guide you to that location, with a spell, which I will begin now. The text changes to the familiar yellow we associate with care. It reads, 
You are a girl named Carrie Mark, and you were born on November 12, 1992. You have a mommy named Anna, a daddy named Marvin, an auntie named Jill, an uncle named Thomas, a cousin named Daniel. As the Paul Sprite continues to walk backwards, seemingly retracing steps, the text switches back to white. I know what you must be thinking. Have these statements always been true? Or have I cursed you? Is there such a thing? A curse that changes your past? Stop thinking. The text snaps back to yellow. You were kidnapped and spent five months studying in an abandoned elementary school. You ran away, crying, ashamed, covering your face. You were blind. At some point, your movement stopped making sense. Bumping into walls and doors, dodging invisible obstacles. Find the moment when you were led astray on the road. The camera cuts, and we are shown footage of the Paul Sprite, still walking backwards through the vast, grassy void of the new Maker plane. The text chimes in as the Sprite makes it to this section of the plane. A girl went missing around here. Story goes, your daddy used to sit on a bench with a birthday cake, trying to lure her home. Instead of missing girl signs, he put up birthday girl signs. Promising cake to the birthday girl. Of course, the birthday girl never came home, to his disappointment. When I learned this story, I spent a lot of time digging. Eventually, I found out what really happened to that girl. Want to know? Ask. The text box disappears, and the Paul Sprite begins walking back and forth, and circles the area. Still walking backwards, after a couple circles, and seemingly random movements, a gray box appears, like tools prompting to ask a question. This is similar to Paul's playthrough, when he was searching for the house. We watch as, what happened to her, is asked to this box. We see from the ground, a strange gray structure, erupting. The structure is a tombstone, resembling mites we saw earlier. This time, instead of a present, a piece is the decorative portion of this grave. The grave is ominous, resembling what we know about care. A set of eyes glare ahead into the new maker plane with no eyebrows and her same nose displayed on the grave. We discovered this is not Care's grave as the sprite interacts with it. It reads, Lena Leskowitz, 1968-1977. They didn't see her. The camera quickly cuts to the sprite walking backwards through another section of the new maker plane. The sprite stumbles upon the cellar opening, and we know as the access way to the child library and not far from the windmill. The sprite walking backwards through these dark and claustrophobic corridors passes by Mike's grave and through the room of speeding cars. As the sprite hesitantly walks through the opening where the cars have been coming from, Petscop 17 comes to an end.
Hey everybody, it's your boy Chili Cheese Jay for the LAG Radio Network, and this is the discussion portion of our Pet Scott podcast, and I'm always here with the creepy one, Mr. Pete. That What's was a weird up? way to introduce you, but okay. No, I kind of dig it. <laughs> Mr. Pete. The, the, I'm going to start using that, the creepy one, Mr. Pete. <laughs> Uh, I like that. I like that. It's it's a little unsettling, and I think that's why I like that. <laughs> so it's 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 been it's been a minute since uh, we've done one of these. We've both been incredibly busy, uh, both with work and personal matters, and all kinds of crazy shit in our normie lives. We're on pet scop time. Yeah, but here we are, and we in this discussion we are covering, as you just heard, the the production of seventeen. We are not gonna do productions and script out 18 and 19 because there's really no reason to do so it would just be creepy p narrating the videos which we can just do in the discussion basically yeah i mean to be Talk fair about I, what's happening i kind of do that anyway but like you really can't fluff up 18 or 19 no no it's it's it, it's easier if, if it's just us like watching it and reacting to it and for 17 we did do a not a live react but the same night of because we were together the night that Petscop 17 dropped the weekend of Easter and that is in the archives so you can go check that out oh first of all we got to shout out our Patreon patreon.com slash the LAG network I think it's the LAG network it's been a while it's been too long since we've done this <laughs> that's how I call shout it out. I'm pretty sure you're right yeah shout out to our patrons there uh, we're gonna shout you out I'm not going to do it right now because I don't have the Patreon up and I'm like not close enough to my computer while we're recording this to be able to do that, but I'll get that in here and edit it in. So, Petscop 17. Uh, pretty big pretty big one at the time. Of, of course, we are now through 24, and a lot has happened in the last batch of drops. That happened the same night that Nightmare Masterclass was going to do a preparation live stream. And then, bang, like, right at 11 o'clock our time, like, four videos dropped. And he just, like, was like, all right, well, we have to watch them together now. So we all watched them together. It was kind of fun. Better than Christmas. It was great. He didn't like, but, like, because when he would refresh, like, they weren't showing up. But everyone was like, they're there, dude. Just wait. Everyone's just, like, going he's, off. Like, and he's, getting like, anxious. Yeah, just he's constant. just like, I don't see him, guys. I don't see him. And, like, so he finally got to him. And, yeah. That was a fun night. I texted you, I imagine, like immediately when it happened. And yeah. I think I was away for whatever reason because I missed that live stream. I should have just gone back and watched it, but I, I've yet to it's see it. It's still there. I figured just through yeah. what? Twitch? No, he did. He was doing it on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah, live gotcha. on YouTube. Okay. I don't know if. Yeah, because he was doing Stream Labs and people were donating and stuff, so it was YouTube. Uh, so for 17, uh, it begins, we see the car in the garage that we saw at the beginning of 16 before the alert went off with what I think we're now referring to as the ghost room because there is a, when he pauses the screen at the beginning of 17, before he inputs this, uh, some sort of code. Uh, we bye see bye. the screen and it says the, the ghost room yeah, is a ship in a, a bottle. bottle. So I'm pretty sure that's referring to that room we saw where it looked like surveillance footage of someone playing Petscott being monitored, which is going to get fleshed out. But then we get through what is a sound test screen and he's just randomly doing, you know, doing the own bye-bye and and we get to a test screen and we see what looks like generations of a game and it goes to a screen to where there's just 
a multitude of the pyramid head Pauls just wandering around, disappearing and stuff, as if like these are all the different playthroughs throughout time. And they're like specifically zoning in. They're like almost they're choosing which one of these. And every time it goes to it, it turns into the Paul face, the Paul Sprite face. And at one point they they like click on it or something and it goes to that playthrough. And that's where we get to where we are now, which we are going to watch and talk about. We are at four minutes and 50 seconds into the video and all the pyramid heads are flying out of the house. We see that, did I just hit a button? Okay, now, yeah, we have Paul, the Paul Sprite now that is walking backwards. There are arrows going into the house and we get what we believe to be, well, it has to be Rainer. Uh, talking to the player, saying, wake up, you're free. And this goes on for a while. We see the, the sign with the birthday cakes from Kara's birthday with blue with the blue balloon and yellow balloon. We assume that the blue... Jill. Yeah. And talking about, you know, we go through all this where the family, as usual, wants to learn what happened. It's, you know, to you between November 10th and the 12th of 1997. I shouldn't be doing this because this is going to be... In I was saying, it's in the narration. So. However you want to do it, it's completely fine, though. This, to me, is definitely in one of my top Pet Scott moments. Yeah, especially since we got to see it together when it first dropped. That, that was fun. And I think it's really cool to see... There's not a whole lot of points. Rainer likes to really poke the bear sometimes. And he usually comes off as very accusing. He's more there to mess with Marvin. Yeah. This is one of the few instances where Marvin pops or Marvin. This is one of the few instances where and This Rainer is where we find out up. where her name is Carrie Mark as well. Yeah, and we see her full name. It, it's him giving this whole elaborate experience of what he saw happening. He's, he's giving the backstory to Carrie finally. This yeah. is when we finally get her full backstory. More than halfway through. And even talking about how there. she has a cousin and things like that. I don't, see, you were talking about how, like, if you play this in reverse, yeah, this was, a was posted on theory the Reddit. on Reddit, and I didn't see it get much traction. But it was like if you started at the end of this sequence and played it as he was, if he was walking forward, played it in reverse and watch. And, and read the text, but it would like tell the story in a different way or something to where it like, ends with her at the house or whoever's playing at the house. Since it seems like he is talking specifically to care right. in this video we're watching. See, I don't know. To me, it just makes the same amount of sense because the new maker plane obviously has that parallel to the real life world, or at least it tries to. I don't know if I'm like giving too much away right now, but to me, it's, it's still streamlined. It's just coming from the house as opposed to approaching the house. Yeah. To me, I don't see the effect in the story, but maybe I'm missing something. And it could kind of like be a, a parallel to the fact that we're retracing the story. Yeah, and that's how I saw it. Finally. Yeah, because it's all about going back. Yeah. I believe he specifically mentions we're retracing steps. And we did figure out that the, the, the arrow in the corner, that is when he's choosing between the different generations of the game, different playthroughs of the game. We always refer to it as like the heat sensor. We didn't really, <laughs> we had no idea. I was, was happening. so confused in 16 when they introduced that in that yeah. little VHS security footage. Like I had no idea. The first thing I think we talked about, other than just the, the complete confusion of the episode itself. As much as I hate to admit it, I believe it was MatPat who came to that conclusion. And then MatPat was proved to be way wrong once the yeah, just the latest like batch of videos came <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <clears throat> 
he should just stop reacting to Petscop altogether. I think a lot of people like to jump the gun on Petscop. They want to be the first to figure it out. Well, I don't... Uh, there's one, the one guy I like, the Noraski guy. I don't know how to pronounce. It. He's he's just he's quit. He's done doing it. Really? He, yeah. At he all? He kind of he tied up the loose ends to where they were at the end of 23, I think. I think he just he just needed a mental break from Petscop, which I can understand. I mean, that's the good thing about how we do this is we're not like we're not trying to answer it. it. Yeah, yeah. We're just lack of a better word, documenting it and our experience. The other thing I was thinking about earlier uh, when I was I did, had a short little walk, I was like, you know how like most people, and this is we're watching uh, Care ask Marv or Marvin. Rainer, what happened in the text box? But uh, or what happened to? It's or, it's whoever's playing, yeah, yeah asking Rainer what happened to Care, because Rainer's like, hey, why don't you? Yeah, being as cryptic as, as cryptic as usual, and now we start saying there is when the grave arises and. While we slowly wait for this, but uh, what I was gonna say was, how uh, you know YouTubers, you know when they're doing their pet scop videos, it's like very like dark sounding and like quiet and like stuff. And like I come on here, I'm like it's your boy Chili Cheese. <laughs> hey, that's a dead kid. <laughs> so, but that's it's good. I mean, you know, we cover in a different way, and I think people appreciate that. And I did like uh, we got a shout out uh, a while back saying how like our. Uh, podcasts that allow him to like, you know, listen to Petscop and you know, think about it. And there's Lena Leskowitz, 1968 to 1977. They didn't see her, and there is the theory that that means that she was the one that got hit by the car. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw this, as that grave is rising, I was under the impression that we were still referencing Care. Yeah. Um, and I think every time I watch this, part of me still thinks that. So every time I see that grave, like a little part of me like sinks a little bit. I'm like, oh no, not care. Like she can't. No, no, no. And then it comes up with Lena, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, that that shouldn't relieve me, but it does a little bit. It also makes me want to know more about Jill. Yeah, Jill doesn't seem like a very nice person. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I guess I can't say that. Jill's just trying to be a parent, but everything that is portrayed about Jill seems very harsh. Yeah. Well, Paul's also a dick to her, so. Oh, yeah. Massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, massive. Where's my fucking notes? Where are the discs? Yeah, to, to be fair, Care kind of was, too. <laughs> All right, so backtracking... And back into the shed region, there's Michael's grave, which of course Lena's uh, also has the triangular tool or piece on it. I love how no matter how long we can go without watching Petscop, we just know those graves. Like, yeah, oh, that's Mike's grave. Yeah, that's a dead kid. <laughs> like, oh, that's Lena's We've grave. We've been doing that's these podcasts kid. for over a year now. <laughs> and this is uh, the Paul Sprite attempting to get hit by the car again. We're approaching the end of this episode, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, because this is one of the last scenes. Yeah, because they run just straight up into it, so. And that is where Petscop 17 comes to an end. Which later on, we do finally get that payoff with the car. Yeah, I was, for whatever reason, thinking that that happened now. I have that confused with 20. See, that's the problem. I need to go. I haven't gone back and really dug into the latest batch. 
because I want to I want to go into it fresh. Okay, so 24 is the uh, the credits there. So in 19 <clears throat> or no 18, we're back into this uh, this the screen to where we got or the. I would describe like, it as like a, almost like a not a debug menu, but it shows you all the internal files yeah, of Petscop. The, like right the, now, the, we're looking at a character yeah, sprite like, development of Paul. Yeah, which I I still love just the the Homer like well not Homer Simpson hair, but the little bits of hair on the head and the the which we also get the triangular eyes. We see that from when uh, he is pulled back to that painting in the school where it says girl. So we finally see where that sprite, the upside-down triangle eyes, came from. I really like the distressed one, second yeah. bottom to the left. I wish that would have been Paul's permanent sprite. And then we go to the history of Amber, which, you know, the floppy hat was such a nice, nice detail. I had to have the floppy hat on that. And this is just going through all the different iterations of the characters which we've seen, like Toneth. So that's why, that's why we're doing this discussion at, like how we are, because, I mean... There's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's really, really no not much to, to narrate. Yeah, and there's not much to really discuss. This is what it is. I mean, other than Hudson, who the fuck is Hudson? <laughs> Hudson looks like a I mean, badass. If we get through this whole series and don't get to see Hudson, I'm going to kind of be upset. Hudson's <laughs> going to be the final boss. I need Petscop. to know what, because all these, all these characters relate to someone in real life. So, I mean, who was Hudson? I mean, we know she had a cousin. Yeah. Maybe that's the cousin, possibly. Daniel, I think, said his name was because we don't have any iteration of Daniel. With that said, though, who would who would? I mean, there's others that like like Amber, wavy or wavy. Yeah, we don't know the corresponding. Like uh, Toneth and Roneth definitely have the correlations. Yeah, now we're seeing how the the gift plane map was was mapped out originally, and now now we get to the house, and this is where we just see the house. This is Marvin's greenhouse, and it just slowly zooms in towards the screen I believe for the entire rest of the duration of this video yep yeah, very slowly that's what over a very minute. ominous yeah but it, like it uh, like it's it's like the uh uh like an optical illusion almost you like start to like is it moving yeah see there you yeah, start just questioning yourself there. yeah you're slowly driving yourself insane with like I can't tell if it's actually moving or not, but yeah, it's moving. Because the background is static. It's yeah. only the house that's... And why is that? In this test screen of builds, why is it? Why does this house move the way it does? It has those little jumps. Yeah, it's not a gradual thing. I mean, it's is there gradual. Is noise here? We have this turned down. Yeah, there's no noise there. It's going to ear just... rape you out of nowhere. Dude. <laughs> That should be hilarious. As Chili Cheese J has his volume go from 7 to 40. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that's that for 18. I mean, I don't know what else there is to discuss about it other than it is what it is. And it's interesting to see. Yeah, this is where we now get to the meat and potatoes of, of this whole sequence of getting into the internals of how the game works because now we're going to get to a screen let me rewind I can't wait until we get to the sign we're going back to the menu and now we have all recordings room impulse and extra stuff and room impulse was the the ghost room correct that's the, the ship in the, the, the monitor so uh, I just so now we have and we were in uh, whatever was on the bottom now we're just going through all recordings and you can see 
a PlayStation 1 memory card rotating, and it's just different generations of the game played by someone. This is Auto H3US679H in Generation 14. I don't know if that means that this is one of those demos, and we're seeing like how he can like go from generation to generation. And uh, what did he turn off there? I missed it. Because some of the files are named by actual, like, people. Yeah, like, family, family three. three. Yeah. I would assume that these, you're right. I would assume those that are the these most are recent demos, ones, so. or at least simulated. And we know about the family, okay, the demo. He's turning off the demo thing that would yeah. be at the top. So there's an explanation of the demo that we've been looking for for a long time. And these are all the latest playthroughs. Um, they all say auto on them as he scrolls through to run generation 8. I guess I never noticed that, but some of the auto files have the memory card that shows like what they were saved to. And then the disk. Some of them have the actual hard disk itself. Yeah. Which is what Paul was looking for in, uh, what was it? Was it 14? When it was like was the, it? The, 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 it was him and Jill yelling at each other in the text. Right, so right. Like, that With was his an notes. exact conversation I had. Okay, now we're into the names. We have Sally, Ramona, Phil, Peter, Nathan, Mike, which Mike, of course, we know. Holland, Emily, Ellie, Charlie, Daisy, Belle. There's Belle. Amber. And I mean, these are just going on and on and on. And a lot of these are like in the early generations of the game. Oh, yeah, because Mike is, lack of a better word, not around yeah. in our current generation of playing it. So that would have been at the very, very start. Yeah. Because Mike would have died like during the production. Yeah, it would have been pretty early. Now we just see like the initial testing of the game, which has to be Rainer playing it. Which is very basic, just... I really wish he would have kept this sprite. I really <laughs> would. I love the distress. I call it the Paul sprite, but I guess that's kind of not true yeah, at this the point. Guardian now. The Guardian, yeah, that's what the, I forgot what the... I knew they had a term for it. Yeah, no collision through. at all in this test. And we have ourselves a loading screen that we've never seen before. It's like a gift plane loading screen. Yeah. Generation 2, Mike is playing. Still no collision. Artifacting like in and out of the <laughs> all objects, walls, everything. Very, very basic. Now we get to see a little pre-developed gift plane room where we see Flowey. And there's the egg wavy. that was the avatar before the Easter drop. What? One of the eggs? Was this in Daniel's game? Daniel is the cousin. Still going strong. No collision in Gen 2. Thrilling podcasting. <laughs> but I mean, what is there to really discuss? I mean, what an unfair trick. Have you found every egg in the office? This is, you know, obviously the egg, you know, became the pets at one point, which would have been probably after. Well, I guess again, I haven't seen these in so long. I don't know. Alright, so now the game is more fleshed out and Kara's playing, and Kara's obviously very young and doesn't know how to play video games. <laughs> Just running back and forth like I probably did my first time playing Super Mario Brothers as a four-year-old. Oh, that was me as Super Mario 64. Now we have Belle playing in Generation 3. Belle... And there is collision in yeah, Gen 3. Belle obviously, you know, is able to solve puzzles has figured out how to catch Wavy. And we have the familiar music for the first time in the game, so even in its early generation, it was the bang, 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 bing, bang. And they kept with the same and it says, animation. when she pauses, it says recording playback. 
So this game is always recording you, which is very impressive for a PlayStation 1 game. I mean, what kind of PlayStation were they using? Well, they, they couldn't have had a PlayStation back then. Yeah, that's true, because PlayStation, the first one Fuck. came out in what, 2000, 2002? Oh, no, no, it was 96. Was it that early? Yeah. Or 95, maybe even. Final Fantasy 7 was 97. I don't think I ever... I owned a PS2. I never owned a PlayStation 1. Because the 64 a, came out in 95. Yeah, I had a 64. And, and then, then we were around the same GameCube. time. Because that's when... Because the PlayStation 1 was already a thing because that was when Squaresoft was like, yeah, we're, I'm sorry, Nintendo. We're not putting our giant game on a cartridge. Th- that's a fair point. Yeah. I like... Man, that's just... The way the title... It reminds me of one of the games in Price is Right. How, like, they have to write things on a panel like that. I like push it. Push a button. See, Bell we already, has 12 pieces. We already have these descriptions for the pets. They're not as they would be in later generations, but, I mean, clearly we're watching the game progress over time. And whoever James is, we have no clue. But in Gen 4, it looks like they introduced Amber. Yeah. And that and she puzzle has the hat looks and everything, fledged so. out. Yeah, it looks current. And we have the normal Guardian sprite by Gen 4. But we had it in Gen 3, too. Now we have Phil, Phil Collins. Phil Collins is playing Pet Scott. Phil Collins. <laughs> Just staring at Ronith. To be that Toneth? Yeah, I get him mixed up. Yeah, I that was know. all of his plays. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? To be fair, that's a hard puzzle. Amber is stuck in Amber's cage. How how ironic. Now we have the pin puzzle and the, the treadmill. We see Belle play more. Belle, obviously is the best at Petscop. Yeah, Belle is smart. She's on a roll. She's the only one who's actually yeah. caught them in these generations, if I'm not correct. And she's the, the, the one who figures out how to get out of the room later on in Petscop 14. You're right. She's also the one who figures out how to even get into the editor's menu, which I believe is that same episode. So now we're just back at the... Oh, that was the entire episode. That was 19. So there we go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that flew by. But like you said, once again, like there's not much we can really yeah. narrate in A tier. 19, 17 is the meat and potatoes I mean, of this, all this. This podcast is primarily for the production portion for 17. Also to get us back in the gear train to yeah. do 20 through 23. Because 20 is going to land us in some shit. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about because in 20. Because someone, someone's playthrough comes up in 20. And it's 18 minutes of it. And his name is Marvin. Honestly, that's probably my favorite. I know I, I probably say this a lot. Yeah, I know. It's hard to choose. Yeah. Because over time, things have just, you know. I'll say one thing is my favorite. And then they'll release another episode that I'm like, oh, no, that's my favorite. Right now, 20 is my favorite. But it's like going back and remembering everything we you, you saw for the first time in 20. The censored objects. It's just like we've been waiting so long to figure out what the fuck these things are. And they literally put them on a pedestal. And they're like, here you yep. go. This is why they're censored. So stay tuned to the next podcast of Petscop, an LAG investigation. Marvin's a piece of shit. That's a dead kid.